Well, bless the Lord, saints of God, greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, the CCC Devotional Sunday Morning Podcast. We want to come this morning live from Atoka, Tennessee to bless the people, the population, and preferably anybody that will download and listen. Let's open with a word of prayer this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for wisdom, knowledge, and above all understanding. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified because we yet to quit. We won't stop. We'll continue to believe in the name of Jesus. Bless the reading of the word, the words that will come out of my mouth, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, blessings. We want to greet you in divine love this morning. We want to use from Isaiah chapter 40, a very familiar passage of scripture, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. And if you permit me to read out of the King James Version of the Bible, from Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 28 through 31. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Uh, in the heart of the pandemic, Society and all of the medical scientists are saying that we're starting phase two or wave number two, but we must agree that we never left wave number one. They're trying to be politically correct and try to ease the calm and the fear of the pandemic, but we're in the height of it right now. Now, I know it seems like that we're focusing in on it, but I believe it's pertinent that we talk about where we are. I've always, over the last 30 years, tried to make sure we speak to where the people are. What I love about the teachings of Jesus is that those parables that we are so familiar with, it's, it's an earthly saying with a heavenly meaning. God had a way through his son Jesus and the Holy Spirit of making sure he could break it down so that the youngest could understand it, even to the elders, those that walk in wisdom. So as we look at the scriptures today, the, 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 the writer, Isaiah, talks to us. So we want to title this podcast, Waiting on God Still Works. Waiting on God Still Works. The definition, uh, the verb wait means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. Or it could be deemed as we had a long wait or to uh, stay in place. That's what we need to do. I have not been one who's been shy of saying that during the Old Testament uh, plagues, God would have them to hunker in place, wipe the blood, sacrificial blood over the doorpost so that the spirit would pass them by, the spirit of death. And now we're not doing that in the 21st century, but we've got medical guidance to mask up, which protects you and the person that you're around because of the droppers that come out, to do your best to social distance, six feet or greater, to minimize group activity. And they try to give a numerical value of the number of 10, but it, it really doesn't matter. You try to limit yourself as much as possible. Now, let's be real. 
We have to replenish supplies. We have to do what we need to do. There's things that still happen. Things still break. Washing machine still goes out. Car has problems. Let's be real. Those things still happen. And even though we're working from home, the majority of the population, but life still does have to exist. We still have to do what we got to do. But let's use the wisdom. The Bible teaches that wisdom is the principal thing, but in all that getting, get understanding. I believe that God is raising some of us preachers up that have been no names. Those of us that don't have large mega churches and large congregations who, and I'll say this because it hits my heart, those who have amassed the wealth and the riches and the popularity and the microphone to be able to speak a global word of God. Now, during the pandemic and the civil unrest, I believe that preachers, warriors in the clergy should be right now. We should dominate the message in the airway that Jesus is still alive. But what do we hear globally? Very minimal. We're silent. The church is still sick because now we're messed up because we can't keep getting all that money because the law is telling us to not reopen too soon. So that's why some have broken the law to try to because it ain't about the people and the things of God. It's about how much tithe and offering because what we've done is we went outside of God's truth and amassed visions that were only our own desire. God will want us to know this gospel that I speak is free. Amen. So I just want to get to that out and I want to put that KSA out to let people know. Don't be deceived. Hear, hear God's word. God has a purpose and a plan. So there are some. You may not know our names. You may not see us on a billboard lit up. You may not see us traveling around the world or inviting you to join us on the cruise. But there's some preachers that's in the, that's in the trenches just trying to tell people one soul at a time that get to know God. Find out who Jesus Christ is. Know that he's real. He'll meet you where you are. I've always said there is not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. That means that God is the only omnipresent God. He's everywhere at all times. Amen. So let's look at the scriptures and then we'll bring the podcast to a close because most podcasts are not very long in nature anyway. He says, has thou not known? That question, I believe, is still applicable to us in the 21st century. Has thou not known? Have you not been in church, as some people have said, all their lives, but yet today you act as if God still is not a deliverer? Have you not been in church all your life and you act as if God can't heal you from the pandemic? Have you not been in church all your life, but yet you act like God can't, can't take a mess and make a miracle? I would beg to differ. Has I not known, has I not heard that the everlasting God, the God that we preach, who's everywhere at all times, I've heard many a clergy say, I've never seen his seed go hungry or beg bread. And that's the truth. And I've told people, I'm striving to make warriors, not whiners. Those that will know, sometimes you ain't got to pray for certain things. You all have enough God in you now just to walk in it. Your faith has to exceed, amen, your feelings. God will want us to walk by faith. So what? We're hunkered in? Yes, we do our best right now. We go to work, do what we got to do. We get our supplies and we hunker down. And what I believe is done is reconstituted friendship. It's reinitiate relationship. It's built a different thing. It's a blessing to see a family group riding bikes and those playing together. God's got a way of trying to get you if you will pay attention and know that God is the institutor and orchestrator of the family. 
But the devil, the opposer of God's truth, has done everything he can to keep society robust and moving forever alive. We got to get back out there. We got to reopen the economy. We got to move fast. That's to get you back into a grit and a grind that will separate you from the love of God and separate you from your family to keep daddies traveling, mamas going. Why? All in order to destroy the infrastructure of the family. But I tell you today, God's got a method and a message because he's our master and he wants us to understand that he's the core or should be the core of our existence. Have you not known, have you not heard through all them Bible studies, all them revivals, all the crusades that the everlasting God, the Lord, capital L, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, he never gets tired. He never gets weary. Why do we act like he do? Neither is weary, question mark. There is no searching of his understanding. Why? Because we said the Bible is a mystery. Just when you think you've got it figured out, God, flip the script. Just when you think you've got society figured out, something else mess your mind up. Just as soon as you think you've got your finger on the pulse, something different manifests itself. And then you begin to wonder. As long It's okay to wonder, but don't let your wonder become doubt. Because you begin to doubt, you begin to lose faith. And the Bible said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that come up to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them, politically, plurally, that seeks God face in accordance to Matthew 6 and 33, which states, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Let me drop something in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. God's kingdom ain't made up of a bunch of houses that's just made by man's hands. God's kingdom is made up of souls, souls that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that has accepted that God is the reign and ruler supreme, that has accepted that Jesus had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could come, that he can lead us and guide us and teach us in all things if we're willing to follow him in accordance to Romans 8 and 14, which says, for as many as are led by the Spirit, capital S, of God, they're the sons of God. Not the sons of anarchy, not the sons of uprest, not the sons of civil unrest. Those people who are warriors for a different cause, that are looters, that are robbers, that are murderers, that are blowing bombs up. They're not of God, capital G. They're of the God of this world. But I come to tell you today, in verse number 30, he says, even the youth shall faint and be weary. Look at the television. It's a blessing to see the diversity of protesters that are out there politically trying to state their cause. But let's get the books changed. Let's get the laws changed. Don't go through all this protest and nothing changed in writing. And when it all subsides and settles down, that nothing actually changes the law. Let me drop something else in your spirit while I'm hoverboarding by your street. We can't change the heart of man. Only God can do that. So we can remove every statue, we can remove every plaque, we can erase all those things. It don't erase the heart. If the man's heart don't want to change, you can do all that stuff and they're still going to be the same. So I want to just share this a little bit now. The youth shall faint and be weary and it says, and the young men shall utterly fall. Why? Because they're in warfare. Those of us that have gotten older, we should be here for wisdom. We try to give the wisdom to encourage. I'm trying to encourage my daughters to stay on your grind. Know the facts. Learn what you know. Study. Read. Understand. But put God first. 
Don't let nobody use you. Don't let nobody abuse you. Don't let nobody override you. But you study where you are. You master your craft. You get into this word. You allow God to bless you. And you watch God work on your behalf. And that last verse, verse 31, which we've always heard throughout our church years, it says that after all of that, after the young men get weary and they faint and utterly fall, but the writer says, but they that wait upon the Lord, and the topic of today's podcast is this, uh, waiting on God still works. Why do you got to be in such a hurry? There's some time ago, God began to ask me, why are you in such a hurry for everything? Yeah, we live in a microwave mentality. Yeah, we live in got to get it right now. I got to do it right now. I got to get it done right now. But let me drop something in your spirit. There's nothing wrong with waiting. I oftentimes say now it's delayed, not denied. Because in that delay period, it's the analogy I'll give you. We've said it before. You're on your way to work and something just messes your time up. And you find yourself being just a little off on your time. But when you get to a certain point on your journey, you realize there was a catastrophic accident and that could have been you. But God let something interrupt your mind to slow you down to just wait just a little while longer. That's a good analogy. I like to live by that sometimes, amen, in that regard. But this is what he said, and I'll get ready to bring the podcast to a slow close. He says, but they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. I remember the psalmist, after committing adultery and and murder, asked God to renew a right spirit within him, to restore his joy. While you're waiting, don't be, I heard somebody say in the grocery line yesterday, they're so bored at the house just waiting. Let me tell you something while I'm talking about it. To wait means to wait on God. Ask God to renew the refreshness of having a peaceful home. Amen. You all desire that when you walk into your house that you don't live in in home in civil unrest. You don't want to live in a house that's full of trouble, a house that's full of drama, a house that's full of problems and situations, you ought to feel blessed when you drive up to your doorstep, get out your car, go into your house, don't turn the TV on, don't turn the radio on, and just let the peace of God saturate your mind for a little while. And then you realize, wait a minute, when you look around and realize that I don't live on the street, I'm not begging bread, I'm not hungry, I'll give God praise. Look how good God been. Amen, somebody. I begin to wonder, and I look when he says, and I'm getting ready to, to bring this thing home. They shall mount up with wings as eagle, and the Lord shall renew your strength. You've been broken, you've been busted, you tired, you worn, and you're weary, but then God gives you your second breath. God gives you a second wind to face your demons, to face your devil, to face your enemy. If your enemy, amen, they're human in nature, but the battle, the warfare is spiritual. When you see that supervisor that worked your last nerve, that ain't the person that you're fighting against. You're fighting through the wicked one, the enemy that works through them. But God's got a way of, I get excited, why? Because God's got a way of causing you to be slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen to the spirit. When you want to launch on somebody, God said, no, not right now. Because God's got something ahead that you can't even control. God can allow to happen to your enemy far greater than you can imagine in your human mind. 
And I'll close this morning by saying this, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What I drop into your spirit is when you begin to run for the Lord, that we used to sing the song, I'm running for my life. I tell you, I'm saved. I'm Holy Ghost filled. I'm water baptized. Why? Because I know that I'm on this journey and I know that change is coming. I know that change is coming in my life. Be not discouraged. Be not dismayed in the midst of this civil unrest. You got to know in this upheaval that is globally around the world, the protests are real. The protests are pertinent, but you got to understand that after some 60 years, after marching on Washington, I can believe that change is coming. I believe there's going to be change from the White House to our house. You got to believe that God is about to take your finances and take your mess and make a miracle. God can take the thing that you thought you would never have. God's about to bring it to pass. Your trip is delayed, not denied. So just wait on God and don't be discouraged. Be excited. I know that change is coming because why? We're walking in change right now. So Sharp and I right now are walking in change. Our daughters are walking in change. The people that will follow the teachings of God will walk in change. Amen, somebody. I conclude this morning by saying as we get ready to close out in a prayer, that change Amen. It's like Sam Cook said, you was born by that river of your life, but yet just hold on a little while longer. Yolanda Adams said, the battle's not yours, it's the Lord. But Sam Cook said, change is going to come. So as we get ready to close out this morning, just know we close out in prayer that God is on the throne. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We believe you. We stand for you. We stand for this truth. We know it's a long time after these people have died in vain. But we know you're about to bring change. Bless everybody that will listen to this podcast on this 14th of June, 2020. Be encouraged, be blessed. CCC Devotional signing off until the next podcast in Jesus' name.